Good afternoon, listeners, and welcome to Unfiltered, the podcast show where we call it as we see it. I'm your host, Nikisha Prince-Haynes, and today, my guest will be Mr. Chike Henry Izegu. But before Mr. Chike comes on, let me tell you a little about him. Chike is a second-class undergraduate of law and political science working in a law chamber in Nigeria with the goal of using law as a social instrument to advance the good of the society. Chike was admitted to the Nigerian bar on the 26th of November 2019 as a solicitor and advocate of the Supreme Court of Nigeria. He is a member of the Institute of Business Advisors of the EB Ibadan, an associate member of Institute of Strategic Management, Nigeria, a graduate member of the Nigerian Institute of Management, of the Nigerian Bar Association, and he is an ambassador for the Malaysia at the Nigerian International Model United Nations. He is a rapporteur of the Economic and Social Council at the Nigerian International Model United Nations. Chike is also a private research consultant working with both local and international companies. Good afternoon, Chike, and welcome to Unfiltered. How are you today? I'm fine. I'm 90% fine. Very, very fine. What happened to the 1%? Yes. Why is it 90%? What what happens to the 10%? You know, you can't be 100%. It's only God that is 100%. So I just put it 90% because um, I think I'm okay. God is doing great in my life. I'm okay. So that I, I can't I can put it on 100%. Love it. I'll be rubbing shoulder with God. Mm, I, yeah. That's been, I never thought about it that way. So next time someone asks me how I'm doing, I'm going to say 90%. 100% belongs to God. I love that spin. Now let's get straight into your interview. How did you get started in your career as a lawyer? Um, starting my career as a lawyer was not very easy here in Nigeria. Especially when you look at the challenges of admission racketeering. I had wanted to be a lawyer from my childhood. Uh, I see lawyers argue cases, court of law. I watch them in television. And I developed that um, dream of becoming a lawyer. That is, was why, why after finishing my first degree in political science, I have to go back, take my time, take my resources again to read law in order to qualify as a lawyer. And uh, I am very glad to be one today. And um, I believe that the prospect in the profession is uh, undoubtable. Nice, nice, nice. So how did you make it amidst all of the challenges you experienced as a lawyer? What was it like? Um, yes, uh, from my childhood, I have an uncle who is a lawyer, so, and being a child who had an ambition of becoming a lawyer, I I asked senior lawyers who are already in the profession, what are the challenges? I already know the challenges before I even went into the profession. I know some of the challenges ranges from a lawyer who is, who is beginning in the profession, who is a baby in the profession. You have the challenges of funding, payment from your firm where you are working. You have the challenges of um, 
getting your desi your desired wages from the onstar but uh, 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 as a youth who have his who know his onion who have a dream i know that i have to go through all this knowing fully well that uh, you, you don't uh, achieve your dream without pain from sacrifice and uh, i'm only paying that sacrifice now and i know that the sacrifice will pay off tomorrow definitely Hard work and sacrifices equal to success. Definitely. What's one thing you wish you had known before you began your career as a lawyer? Uh, can I get you one? What is one thing you wish you had known before you began your career as a lawyer? Um. Well, uh, the truth of the matter is that. I am. I appreciate the reality. I'm a realist. Let me put it this way. I know that before you get to the pinnacle of your ambition or career in life, you have to go through a lot of challenges. More or less, when you are coming from an African nation, you understand the environment might not be too friendly for you. I know all this, so I, I am willing to sacrifice all this to achieve my dream. So, uh, the, whatever the clock may be, I am willing to carry the cross. So far, I achieved my life ambition, knowing fully well that uh, the life is too short. And uh, the moment you start living your dream, it's better for you. Because as the minutes counts, as the seconds counts, you are getting closer to your grave. So, you <laughs> have to start living your reality as fast as possible. I love how you are putting a spin on this, you know. Enjoy life while you can because nobody knows, you know, when that time will come. Because, I mean, we all have to die. Live, we may, but that we must. And, you know, it's funny enough, that's something that a lot of persons do not like to acknowledge, you know, that one day we are going to die. We're not going to live forever. So instead of putting your life on hold, and putting things on hold. Might as well you start living your dreams now. Live in the moment. Live in the reality. And just enjoy life as it is. Try to achieve as much as you can achieve. I mean, you might not be able to achieve everything in this lifetime. But try as much as possible to achieve whatever you can while you can. So I love that spin on it. Thank you very much. So Chike, yes. What is one of your most exciting or memorable accomplishments to date? What is one of your most exciting or memorable accomplishments to date? Yes, I can say one of the uh, my memorable accomplishments today is I am proud that people call on to me to solve their problem, especially legal problem. I have dreamt from my childhood to be an instrument of change in the society. In fact, I have the ambition of uh, working the United Nations, where I will have a platform to intermingle with different bright minds of the world, having been a diplomat in the modern UN. So I have that ambition. My ambition is not just to be a lawyer, but uh, I see lawyer as a, a profession that can give me an instrument to defend the rights of the public, to defend the rights of the, the, the defendless in the society. And I have been doing that. So far, so good. 
in my profession, notwithstanding I have been in the bar uh, uh, for less than a year now. I think this will be this month will make it a year in my bar. But I'm very happy when people call up to me and say, "Oh, Chike, Mr. Henry, please, I have this problem. The police arrested me for not doing anything. Can you please help me?" Yes, I will take my time, go to the police, file the necessary application, go to court, and secure their bail. I, I derive joy in that, yeah. honestly. Yes, because um, in this life, it's not about the money, but sometimes you have to do what will give you happiness. And that is why I have to take my time, my resources, despite having gotten my first degree. And uh, I, I, I look at uh, great men of the world. When I studied the presidents of uh, Barack Obama, I discovered that he had a degree. Like the American tradition, you must have a degree before you study law or medical science. I said, if you have that tradition in the US and the great minds are taking that risk, why wouldn't I do this in Africa? Some people at the point were saying, why are you wasting your time going to university to read law? Why don't you go to master's to read Europe? I don't know. My ambition is to be a lawyer and I want to achieve that dream as fast as possible. Since I could not read it in my first degree, I have to take that ambition. Even under self sponsorship. I, I, I did not go to Keiko Kafo or Wangpo or Williams to, to secure help. I have to take up that ambition myself. Because even as a student, as I was graduating, I was already running research consultancy services. A lot of people were coming to me, please, can you help me? Can you guide us in this research? I was doing it for a token. At a point, I said, I was doing it for free, pro bono. A point my friend advised me why don't you do it for financial benefit i said okay let me use what i have to gain what i don't have so when people come to i tell them you have to pay me before i do this for me i do this for you. that was how i raised the funding to go back to university to read law when i was doing my youth service that's what we call youth service in nigeria we call it compulsory national youth service whoever is a graduate in nigeria and you are under tax you must go to national youth service one year you are posted on national assignment to help the government, maybe teaching in schools, maybe serving in government parasaka or non-governmental organizations. So I was doing this research then and I have to raise this local side funding. And I went back to university despite the, the outrageous fees you have to pay. God help me, I was raising the necessary funding to pay my school fees. Even though at a point I had challenges, I could not, especially when I wanted to go to law school. But uh, I had to call on one or two relatives to help me. I went to law school and I was called to the bar. And I am very, very happy that I am a lawyer today. And uh, I, it's not about being a lawyer too. I want to use it as a social instrument to help the society. Because I believe as long as I am living, I have gotten the means to help the society. Just like a doctor who treats the patient or who treats the, the whatever, uh, people who are not uh, helped okay so same way i see myself that i have to solve the legal problems in society is not all about the money sometimes you have to put the money aside and then see how which way you have to contribute to your community nice i love so, it love it love it lovely advice and you know it's amazing that you said that because you know i usually tell persons that it's not all about money sometimes Sometimes you have to give up your service free and you never know in giving of that how many opportunities and how many doors it's going to open up for you. Yes, you know, we have to make money to offset expenses, etc. But sometimes you never know in giving what you might receive from giving. And 
on another note congratulations to you on your one year um anniversary of becoming a lawyer and funny enough when i was younger i wanted to become a lawyer as well i love law i love law i started um doing course in business law and i wanted to be this you know extravagant lawyer who's going to be representing people and i don't know somewhere along the line i fell off track and now here i am doing mentoring coaching motivational speaking now a podcast host i have my own business in administration etc but who knows maybe some day along the line i probably will take up back the mantle of becoming a lawyer who knows yeah you know one thing in life is that you must know your calling because when god created us we have different faces same way we have different calling in life some are, are created to be lawyers to be defenders of the public defender of the defenders in the society some are created to motivate people some are created to inspire people some are created to heal people some are created to make scientific discovery that is why when we see people like uh, Bill, um what is name? the man behind uh, Microsoft where Bill, uh, Bill Gates we wonder is it a superhuman coming up with the software you see people like uh, uh, um, Steve Jobs the man behind Apple that is his own natural calling you see people yeah. behind uh, 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 Harry, uh, what, man behind podcast you know so you see what I'm trying to say in essence is that the same way we have different faces that is the same way we have different calling different talent you understand so yeah. what is important is that we identify our natural talent build on it and use it to advance the cause of mankind. Definitely. So, whichever way, we must not come the same way, but we are heading for the same goal. We must, we may come from different approaches. Are you getting the point? You may come by uh, by law. Some other person may come by medicine. Some other person may come by science. Some other person may come by whichever way. But what is important is that we are coming from different approaches, but we are advancing the mankind, the, 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 the cause of mankind in the society. So it's not it's not the law. But why I opt for law and governance is that from my childhood I have an ambition. As a matter of fact, during my secondary school days, I won prizes for public speeches at various times. Because nice. those days when uh, my colleagues will come to deliver public speech, they will bring in uh, uh, topics what people already know. But what I usually do then is I have to dig research. Even what the teachers do not know. So, um, the day is scheduled for my own public uh, speech presentation. When I present my speech, I get awards. Principal used sometimes principal gives me award. He gives me some cooking fund, encourage me. You know, on one of the occasion, uh, one of the parents who brought his award to me at the in my primary school even was like, "You will be a great lawyer. I appreciate it. I didn't even know I will study law." But at the point wow. when I was searching for admission in the university, I saw myself, they gave me political science. I said, okay, no problem. I studied political science with the dream of making a first class. Uh, at the end of the day, I could not make a first class. I made a second class offer. I normally made a second class offer. So I said, okay, now I've made a second class offer. And then I, I was already into research. So money was already flowing into my hands. So I said, okay, let me use my time now and go and read law. I have to go back so that I will achieve my dream. So whichever way, uh, when we die, 
the society will not remember us for the number of story buildings we built or the number of cars we drove. Society, posterity will remember us for how we contributed to the cause of mankind. You remember people like Mandela? Mandela is not remembered today for the money he has, but he is remembered for the liberation struggle he carried out in Africa. Look at, look at people like Abraham Lincoln. You see how he was able to go beyond the race barrier. How he was able to stop the issue of a slave trade in America. No, even during the Civil War, he didn't. Be, he said that uh, even though that uh, a black man might not have uh, equal rights with a white man in many respects, but when he, in terms of fundamental rights, he believes that a black man is equal to a white man. So you see, he is remembered for that today. You look at Mahatma Gandhi of India. He's not remembered for his wealth or for his education, but he is remembered for his advancement of mankind in India, using non-violence to, to liberate India from the, uh, the, the, the colonial master. So we, have, we all have different calling. You understand? What is important is that we are using our natural talent to advance the cause of mankind. Nice, I love it. Great advice. So Chike, how do you balance your work life and your personal life? Well, it has not been uh, very, very easy for me, honestly speaking. Because I can tell you that all through my life, I have spent my life in the, in the academics. Reading, studying. So this is like the first time I left, in fact, I left the law school last year. So it has not been very, very easy for me because uh, my principal and my chambers where I serve, it is a very, very busy law firm. We are highly engaged in uh, litigations, law, uh, businesses and so on. So it has been very, very challenging, but I try the much I can to reconcile my social life and my, my professional life. Honestly, it has not been very, very because my principal places a lot of responsibility on me. Even as I speak to him now, I have to tell him some lies to dodge that responsibility. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> to he, he even had to give me some responsibility. I told him, no, I'm having a conference to attend, so you have to excuse me. So that is even why I have the privilege uh, having this. Uh, and what? I, 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 I am not disturbed by that because I actually work, I actually want to work in a law firm that will build me in the shortest possible of time to my dream, that will catapult me to my dream. So, okay. so I don't really actually have a problem with that. I am trying my possible best to, my social, to balance my social life, my professional life. Right. So who or what motivates you? Yes, I, I can tell you a lot of people, I have a lot of motivators. If I keep naming them, I think uh, one page, one sheet of paper will not be enough. But I will name some of them. People like um, uh, Barack Obama, is one of Hillary Clinton, even this Joe Biden, because I, write, I like reading biography of great people from my childhood. I read their citation, I read their education background, I read their accomplishments in life. You understand? So when I read them, I said, if these people can achieve this, what will stop me from achieving it? Nice. So, after, yeah, these are international figures that inspire me. I look at also people like uh, like Hamas Joe, 
was a one-time United Nations Secretary General who died in the course of service. I look at people like Ban Ki-moon, former UN Secretary General. You see them traveling to places like Syria, like traveling to places like Cambodia, China, South Korea, trying to build peace for the world, trying to reconcile the world. Now, coming down here in Nigeria, I am inspired by people like Ganifa uh, Wemi of the Blessed Memory, senior advocate of Nigeria. He is a renowned lawyer of no repute, of, I don't know, let me put it off, a very high repute. He, he's very, very outstanding. He's late now, but his contribution in this country is outstanding. I don't think his contribution as far as uh, human rights struggle is unprecedented in the history of this country, even during the military repute. So I am inspired by, by the likes of him, even though he is late, but no lawyer has matched his record so far so good as far as uh, the human rights law is concerned. I am also inspired by people like uh, Femi Falana, a senior advocate of Nigeria. I am also inspired by people like uh, F.R.A. Williams. F.R.A. Williams is the first senior advocate of Nigeria. He's also a Queen's Council. Queen's Council is equivalent of senior advocate of Nigeria in England. Mm. So he is the first Nigerian senior advocate. That was why even in my confirmation name, I adopted Williams as my name. Mm. So because, yes, <laughs> I adopted Williams as my name because I, I, I love that man so much because of his accomplishment in the legal profession. Mm. But beyond uh, that, I, 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 I see people like, again, like Nelson Mandela as my role model because these are people for, it's not easy for a man to spend 27 years in prison for the advancement of mankind. It's not easy. A child born 27 years is, has come of age. So how much more somebody putting his, uh, that kind of years in the prison, prison war. So I am inspired by people like that. There are a lot of them. I am inspired by that. There are a lot of them. If I keep naming them, <laughs> I We will go on all day. So cheeky. Yes. What advice would you give to someone wanting to pursue a law career? You see, uh, the law profession is a very, very wonderful profession. What is important is that wherever you find yourself, be diligent, be patient, mm. learn the science, learn the art. You understand? Once you are able to learn the science, learn the art, you will conquer. Because if you are able to acquire the recognized skills, and people, you don't need to sell, you, your skills will be selling you. Are you getting the point? Because nice. when people approach you, bring legal problem to you, 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 you draw your line of argument, you go to court, you study, you don't even need them to, you don't need really, you, that we call it ambulance chasing, you don't need to chase people, for, you don't need to chase clients, they will be coming to you and you will be feeling them. So what I, what I will say is that whoever who wants to study law, I will inspire him to take up that challenge. Uh, but you should appreciate the fact that the foundation level is not always easy. The pay is very poor, you know. But if you see that as your as your goal, if you see that as uh, as a responsibility, if you see that as a as an ambition, if you see that as where you have to lay a, an indelible footprint in the sand of time, you you will discover that you have to take you have to endure all those challenges because nothing lasts forever. Yeah. Come and go because even if you look at because one problem young people are having is that when they see great men, when they see Joe Biden become the president of the United States, they forget that 
Joe Biden has been contesting for a long time. All they see president, Muhammadu Buhari, in my own country, is now the president of Nigeria. They forget that he contested four times. Mm. He lost, he lost, he lost, he lost until in 2011. When he even lost in 2011, he cried. Mm. You understand? So, but in 2015, he won. So, that is how life is. But if you are not uh, able to appreciate those challenges and inspire yourself, you don't have self-inspiration, you will not take yourself far. So whoever wants to study law, I will I will inspire him. It's a very, very good profession. It's, a, it's an instrument in building the society. It's an instrument of defending the, the defenders in the society. Love it. Love it. I love your advice. You know, and I always tell a person, fail forward. If you fail, you have another opportunity. Learn from your past mistakes and just keep going on, going on. Life is all about challenges. Regardless of which profession you choose, you're going to be met with challenges, but it's how you deal with your challenges is what makes the difference. So, Chike, yes. in wrapping up, how can persons connect with you if they want to, you know, get legal advice from you? How can they connect with you online? Uh, yes, I, I have my Facebook page. Uh, it's Chike Obi. Because actually, my father named me Chike Obi, but I don't know. In my certifications, my uh, birth certificate, what is reflecting there is Chike. So I am going there. I am going by the name Chike. So I, in my Facebook, I have Izwebu Chike Obi as my Facebook page. I have a lot of um, Lego documentaries there. Even though, due to the nature of my job and the, and the assignment, which has been given to me for some time, I have not been. Consistent in my Facebook publication, but whichever way, there are a lot of people who try to reach me through that Facebook page, requesting for legal opinion and whatever and uh, whatever. I try to help them as much as possible. So, the person can reach me through my Facebook page or my phone number if they wish. If if if, 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 if this platform permits, I can call my phone number. Sure. Okay. Should I? Yes. Yes. Go ahead. Okay, my phone number is uh, 070-367-582-85. I work in the chambers of BS1 Work, Senior Advocate of Nigeria and Company. Nice. I'm in chamber lawyer. Yeah. So, um, I, I believe I have a very short time to live in this. So, I am trying as much as possible to live my reality. Thank you very much, Chike. It was indeed a pleasure having you on my show today. I wish you nothing but success in all your future endeavors. So there you have it, listeners. Don't forget to connect with Chike for more updates about his career and for legal advice. And don't forget to join us next Wednesday at 12 p.m. for another episode of Unfiltered. Be true to who you are always and stay motivated. This is Vakisha. I'm... I'm Honestly, I'm um, very, very grateful. I love uh, what you are doing. Thank uh, you. From my conversation so far with you, I know you are a lady of substance and you love what you are doing. Thank you. Uh, I am very happy for giving me this privilege, this platform. This is why the challenges, the technological challenges. I am very, very happy you are able to conquer. Yes.